0: Chillin', Anna. You will hear about eliminating up the negative and a accent on a positive.
1: Gather round me, chillin', if you're willing, and sit tight while I start reviewing the attitude of doing right. Ladies and
0: gentlemen, welcome to the podcast, The Joyful Frugalista. And
1: now here's your host, Serena Bird, and friends. Hello, Frugalistas and welcome. Today I have a very special guest. Her name is Janie Allen and she runs Style Edge by Janie which is a personal stylist and image consultancy company. She's also one of the women who have their stories featured in the Amazon number one best-selling book Mumpreneur on Fire Australian Edition. Janie has many things to share but I've asked her on here in particular because she has some really strong views about how you can look absolutely fabulous without having to spend a lot of money and that's something that this frugalista really enjoys and (laughs) likes to celebrate. Welcome Janie. Thank you for having me Serena, I'm excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. Let's start by asking what do you actually do? So what does a personal stylist and image consultant do?
0: Great question, Serena. Well, an image consultant is all about taking a woman's uh, body shape, colouring and personality and really discovering what colours suit her, what her body shape is, who she is so she can dress accordingly. It's about dressing the woman holistically, not about just putting fashion on a woman because that particular fashion garment is in at the time.
1: But that's actually quite important because when you think about it, fashion magazines. Have, yeah, I can see you rolling your eyes and going, oh no. But they portray a, t- a certain type of woman, don't they? A young woman, a tall woman, usually a skinny woman, although different sizes are becoming more important. And you know, they're often not a very diverse mix of women, too. There's not many coloured women in, or women um, of colour. Yeah, unfortunately, the thing is with fashion, we, We have this sort of
0: unrealistic expectation of seeing something on a model and we want it to look as good on us. And I think that's where the disappointment and the discouragement comes in. What I do is helping women find out who they are so they understand their shape, their colouring, their style. So when fashion does come out, they don't then – they're not dictated by fashion or the magazines. They have a really good understanding of who they are and they understand what they're attracted to and what resonates with them and so that they're not going to get sucked in so to speak and become a fashion victim like so many others do in terms of buying clothes and garments or a trend because the models and the magazines are telling us to.
1: Mm, that's, that's a very important thing because just because something's that particular season or that particular brand even though it costs a lot of money doesn't necessarily mean that it looks good. As you know I'm five foot tall I'm not a small size. I'm definitely not a supermodel, a conventional supermodel appearance. So a lot of those kind of runway clothes just don't look good on me.
0: It's not about the brand. It should never be about the brand. It should be about your personal style and wearing clothes that really resonate with you. And sadly, women don't know themselves enough in order to make those really discerning decisions around fashion. They are, like I said, they're told what to wear and then they just you know, follow the crowd. Just because something is in doesn't mean it's going to look in on you.
1: Mm, it's a very, very important point. Janie, how did you get into being a personal stylist and image consultant?
0: Well, it's a very personal story. I, um, I've been married 30 years this year, something I'd love to brag about because it's been a very interesting, hard marriage. But now we are living our uh, honeymoon, I feel. Back into 2008, my husband and I had a very sort of a bit of a breakdown meltdown in our in our marriage, a very sad three-year journey for us where we were fairly well living separate lives. and I was the women's pastor in my church at the time at C3 Monash and my husband and I were in a lot of pain and when you're in pain, you really can't minister out of a healthy place. It was suggested to us that we would you know step down out of ministry which it broke my heart because all I wanted to do was love on women, In part, God's favor, God's knowledge. I grew up a young girl with very low self-esteem. When I became a Christian, I found that I really flourished because I understood that my identity was based on what God thought of me, not what man thinks of me. My heart was always for women. So I guess I had to look at myself and go, what do I really want to do? So it was a bit of a reinvention for me. And I was working in retail at the time, I was watching a lot of Susanna and Trini and all the go- <laughs> you know, Gok and all those makeover shows. And I would literally be crying watching these girls make these beautiful transformations. And I thought, I can do that. I'm in fashion. I get to dress women. I'll just start a business. And then I decided, well, I best get a bit of credibility, learn the skill and not just start a business. And uh, so, yeah, I did my training with the Australian Image Company. Which is now called Image Innovators and I've been
1: working as a stylist,
0: image consultant for fourteen years.
1: Congratulations. Thank you. One of the things I loved about your story was there was a theme about resilience with your business too. It wasn't always that you started it and it was an immediate success and you just was, was open doors all the time. Exactly. No.
0: I think for the first seven years I was never
1: networking. I was still
0: like I said, I was planted in a particular career I thought were well, career or calling. And then that all changed and then I had to again, believe in myself in a different way and as a business person to step out. It's a very lonely road, Sol- solopreneurs, so to speak. You work for yourself, by yourself. And I think at the end of every year, I'd look at my financial statements and go, wow, I'm not making that much money. I'm lonely. I And I'd often be a little bit depressed about it. And so I took three years off and I ended up doing a three-year stint in an MLM company, which really helped me develop some really great skills around limited beliefs and mindset Mm -hmm. and I think those three years of just investing in that because there was a lot of personal development involved with that really helped me where I am today in my image business
1: Mm. It's, it's interesting isn't it I'm in a similar situation I guess because a lot of my work is freelance writing work or blog writing work course development work podcasting work and other than when I'm interviewing people on the podcasting I'm really home by myself most of the time, except during COVID where I had lots of people all of a sudden. And that was lovely at first until everyone was on the computer all the time and not even NBN could cope. But it is is—it is a, a funny journey, isn't it? And I guess I was in the first few months really judging my success by the dollar signs rather than the influence and the why. thats I'm glad you brought that up because I think, okay, what is
0: success? I'm not a millionaire. I'm not making Hundreds of thousands of dollars a year. And I think because of my pastor's heart, seeing women walk in my studio and then walking out of my studio with a massive smile on their face, they've selected garments that really look great on them. Their confidence level increases, it's boosted when they walk out the door. And to me, it's all about transforming the world one wardrobe at a time.
1: That is so key, isn't it? Confidence. When you feel good, you look good. Mm, you well, do. you look good, you feel good.
0: When you feel good, you can conquer the world.
1: <laughs> you mentioned studio and I've been in your studio and I know you have another nickname for your studio. Oh, it's called the Girl Cave, Serena.
0: <laughs> a safe space for women to come and try on clothes, just sit down, have a chat. I do colour consults, I do workshops. So gorgeous Trish G garments that you won't see in the store. I always make sure that girls will leave feeling that they're wearing what they love and loving what they wear
1: it's quite a different feel from going into a department store or a boutique it is
0: and recently i lost some weight serena and i was up in brisbane and i was around meyer and david jones trying to find a dress for an occasion i struggled even getting the zipper up in certain boutiques the interesting thing was the sales assistant was telling me how beautiful and gorgeous i looked And I was like, well, I know this doesn't look great on me. And well, clearly I'm an image consultant, I know my stuff. However, I was thinking how many women walk away from boutiques and sales assistants feeling so discouraged and almost depressed because they're trying to squeeze into some size that just doesn't work for their body shape. I offer something that is so unique where it's all about, you know, discovering who you are. Let's look at your shape. Let's look at your colouring. Who are you and what message do you want to convey? And let's put those clothes on you so you can leave feeling, wow, this is me. And that's what this is about rather than turning up to the shops and buying whatever because we, just, we don't know enough about ourselves. And that's why, because we're time poor, we get advice from the wrong people.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's
0: why we have a lot of clothes sitting in our wardrobe that we just don't wear.
1: Exactly. And you touched on a really important thing, which I want to build on, and that's dress sizes. And you know where I'm going with this because I'd put something out on my private Facebook recently. I was talking to a friend, uh, someone I've known for about 10 years, not someone I'm likely to see. She's not in my immediate community. And while we're talking about something completely different, she referred to some beautiful branding photos that my friend Erna Glassford from Simply Cheeky had taken for me. Now, I love those photos, the way she's captured the light and the color. I just beautiful. And I think she brings out a joy in me and I see that when I see the photos. But my friend said, Well, no one else has commented, so I feel that I should. I think you should aim for a few dress sizes smaller. Now wow. I know. And it was completely out of context. It wasn't we weren't even talking about the photos. She just brought them up. Now I wondered at first how to respond to this, but it's strange because at my age forty seven, I've actually put on a lot of weight in the last couple of years, mainly because I'm sort of pre-menopausal and my body's changing I'm in a new relationship with a guy who eats more and I'm still adjusting to that Neil it's not your fault by the way <laughs> I take responsibility <laughs> Lame, away blame the guys it's just adjusting to to that difference and then plus I had a, a tremendous amount of work stress in recent years so there've been quite a lot of things that have sure. had happened but I'm actually a lot happier in my skin than I'd ever been and about five nearly six weeks ago I decided to embark on a wellness change and so I'm actually walking and jogging every second day and I'm doing it very slowly and I'm doing it really actually more for the mental benefits I'm finding I love being out in the sunshine but I really enjoy being able to go back to my friend and saying you know what I've just come back from the jog this evening and I feel pretty good about myself thank you very much
0: (laughs) makes me sad when women sort of fat shame like that I am all about dressing the body you're currently in I'm all about loving the skin you're in I'm all about embracing your shape. We all have a shape and it's okay to be curvy because I think we often equate skinny to being happy and healthy. However, it is not. You can be still quite slim and be unhealthy. It's all about really loving who you are from the inside out. As long as you're healthy, Serena, go for it. You're going on your jogs and you're walking. You can dress any body shape once you actually know Mm. what silhouettes work for that shape. And there are rules of line and design that help can help you look longer, taller and slimmer. There's nothing wrong with that because that's what they're there for. They, they are to help you appear. Why not accentuate the great and mitigate the not so great? That's what my job is for women.
1: Yeah, exactly. And I think every woman is different. Some yes. women who are taller want to look shorter. Always. Some women want to look like they've got more assets. Some want to look a bit flatter. <laughs> look, I
0: say agony is wanting what someone has that you don't. <laughs> it's like comparing yourself. I always say God wanted one of you. He didn't have one of you, so he made one of you. So you, we are all unique. We have different height, weight, size, shape, colour,
1: all of that, and it's just enjoying who we are. Yeah, it's very empowering for me at the moment. I spent, I guess, so many years worrying I wasn't good enough because I wasn't the right weight. And this is the first time actually in recent weeks now that I've started with this walking, jogging and also doing my Tai Chi more regularly, that it's actually coming from a place of love. And it just is it is really quite transformative. I think people can see that too, because I'm happy and you see that more than I mean, no one knows what dress size I'm wearing.
0: You're the joyful through the lister. <laughs> so you have to be joyful. And I think look at Nigella. She's a beautiful woman, she's a chef, she's a gorgeous hourglass shape. Yeah. Eh? It's all good. She is someone who enjoys life. And you're the same, Serena. So you're curvy, you're beautiful, and you're joyful. And I think that, that shows. So, yeah,
1: you're on track, girl. Well, thank you very much. <laughs> I want to talk about the cost of fashion, mm. which is, as you know, being a frugalista is something that's very close to my heart. In my book, I talk about how in 2014, I spent a whole year not buying things. And that came about because when I did our move from Taiwan back to Australia, I was shocked at how many clothes I had. I really had way too much. And we were in a large apartment, so they sort of bred in there. I'm not really sure how that happened. They do. They Um, do breed. (laughs) The the bigger the house, the bigger the wardrobe, the more they breed. Yeah, I was really amazed at how much I had and how really when you have a smaller wardrobe of things to work with, you, you can sort of make it work for you
0: absolutely I am an outfit repeater Serena I am and I think it's it's about finding those hero pieces or so you talk about style on a budget if you buy certain quality pieces that will last you then mixing and matching with the not so high fashion or high street you can you can put together some really great outfits and especially now where we really don't need to dress up as much as we used to I find I'm in the same sort of clothes and the easiest way to sort of create a different look is just change your scarf or your accessories and, you know, no one's done the wiser. And yet then a lot of women who feel like they need to buy something all the time is because their concern is, oh, but I wore this last week or I'm wearing the same outfit a couple of times a day. And I say to them, no one's really that interested in your outfit. They might see it, observe what you're wearing, but they're not going to criticize because you're wearing something a couple of times a week, it's it's just cost effective to, to buy those beautiful pieces that will last that you absolutely love. Because again, wearing what you love and loving what you wear helps with your confidence as
1: well. Yeah, I agree. And I think people are more likely to notice if you look good in an outfit than whether you've worn that again. Yeah, I think looking good
0: is, t- for me, it's all about feeling good. And like I said, Lobby like said before, when you feel great, you know, when you look great, you feel great and you feel great, you can conquer the world but it's all about confidence and i think turning up dressed up feeling great you will behave differently and the people around you will behave differently towards you so it's just an interesting thing when you when you make that effort and it doesn't have to be like i said it doesn't have to be designer everything it's all about clothes that really fit you well the finish is good it's complementary and enhancing to your shape coloring and personality
1: mm. maybe i might ask you to describe what you're wearing because i know we're not on video today and so I didn't invite you here to be on video but you are looking gorgeous today like you always are so maybe thank you um describe what you're wearing today well I'm in my jeans so I love my
0: go-to is jeans and I'm wearing chocolate knee-high boots and I'm wearing a navy top so what I'm doing is inside dressing I'm running a color on the inside of my body and then on on the outside I'm wearing like a mustardy buttercup Chunky knit cardigan that I bought from TK Maxx for twenty dollars, and I'm wearing a gorgeous leopard scarf, chocolate and black, which I love leopard. I am an animal print lover. Yeah, I feel I feel fabulous.
1: I feel funky, and I feel like my look is fun. It is fun, and it is. I really like how you've got those color schemes that are running through. There's nothing that stands out and goes that it doesn't fit. It's it's all within that, and it matches the color of of your hair that you've just had done. It's all there.
0: Well, that's the power of color. So when you actually get your colors done or coded, analyzed, and are they remember the color me beautiful days and people sat winter, summer, spring, autumn. People might poo hoo that now. But the thing is, when you know your coloring, when you go shopping, you all of a sudden have this sort of like radar that you're drawn to the colors that actually suit your complexion. And what happens is you create this beautiful, harmonious wardrobe with all the colors working really well together, which helps dressing. It takes the stress out of getting dressed.
1: Mm. What I tend to do is notice when people compliment what I wear for a particular colour. Now, my favourite colour is purple. I really like uh, lilac. That's in terms of what my favourite colour is. But I don't tend to get compliments when I wear my favourite colour. I tend to get compliments when I wear blue.
0: Okay. Mm. But because you've got brown eyes, like a tobacco-y brown eye, wearing maybe a deeper, richer purple than like a light Mm -hmm. lilac, because again contrast really is important there's high medium and low so if you're wearing a low contrast like a very like skin color against skin color you might get a little bit lost in it but if you wear something a little bit vibrant that has a bit more of a contrast and contrast medium is all about telling the difference between light and dark Mm. all of a sudden it's going to sort of enhance your complexion and your eyes so a nice rich purple is a good in like what we call intensifies your brown color eyes so it brings your eyes out interesting enough that's
1: what happens when you get your colours done. <laughs> <laughs> an interesting insight. We were talking before about COVID and obviously a big feature about COVID is how much of our communication went online. There was been so many memes and comedy sketches about mm-hmm. the Zoom meetings. Dressing from the waist down. <laughs> <laughs> Making sure you don't stand up if you're not wearing anything from the waist down, I guess. But moving on, what are some tips to look good if you're in a Zoom meeting or an online meeting? again, just
0: like grooming is really important. It's like, is your hair done? Is your makeup done? Are you wearing good colors? Again, that medium contrast is really important instead of low contrast. Otherwise you'll blend into your wallpaper or your cream background. For girls, a nice fresh lippy is good. It's just that bit looking presentable, because again, you're there representing you, your brand, who you are, and you can't accidentally not have a brand. We become a brand. And if you don't have one, well then you'll accidentally make one. So it's important that you understand who you are so you dress accordingly.
1: And it's tempting, like during those lockdown months. There's no imperative to get up and get the kids to school by nine. So sort of day morphs into night and I know, and- leaving
0: your boots on all day <laughs> and yeah, having your shower at four o'clock.
1: <laughs> it's like, Oh, that's right, I've got a zoom. Cool, I've got to do my hair. <laughs>
0: I know. For me, people say, oh, Jane, you always look good. And I'm like, yeah, I have to. I'm an image consultant. So every Zoom, I'm dressed up because I am my brand and I have to appear. It's like going to a dentist. People have an, an assumed image. If you're going to a dentist, for instance, you expect that he's clean shave and he's got great teeth, but you turn up and he's a with dreadlocks and he doesn't have great teeth. And you're like, well, I assumed that you would have that, that, the image in your mind would be someone
1: very hygiene conscious
0: 100 percent. so it's (laughs) like you know because then your what your assumed image becomes your reputation down the track so it's important to keep consistent in your brand in your look so you then you're known for that i mean as a business owner i think that's really important
1: Mm -hmm. i agree and it's interesting having transitioned out of an office environment How to get that image right? Because if I'm wearing a suit all the time, it's not really quite who I am. Mm -hmm. But then if I'm totally casual, that's not who I am either. If I'm wearing a sarong in summer for a zoo meeting or for other meetings, it's it's not. It's
0: it's, all about being appropriate. It's mm -hmm. like when I get dressed, I ask myself, okay, Janie, who am I? Where am I going? Is this appropriate? Is it appropriate for the climate, for the environment, the audience, the function? And am I gonna fit in? Am I going to look in sync, or uh, even a little bit, you know, overdressed? I'd rather be overdressed than underdressed any time. It's all about just just having that awareness about where you're going, and then asking yourself, is it appropriate?
1: Mm, I think that's really good advice. I've been invited to, and I'm going to a gala ball in a couple of weeks' time, and it's an unusual one. one. Think you're going to the same one? The Canberra Girls' one. It looks fabulous. Bought my ticket last night. And what's unusual is that it starts at 4pm and I'm immediately starting to think, well, 4pm rocking up with black tie. How do you pitch that?
0: Yes, I thought the same because I was having a conversation with uh, April actually last night and I just said to her, well, it's 4pm, not really a good time to be wearing a long outfit. And can I say, I've been to a lot of black tie events in Canberra and it's not everyone dresses up so formally. So mm. I feel like I just think, Go as glamorous as you feel comfortable, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to look as glamorous as I can be. I might not wear full length, but I will still look stylish.
1: Yeah, it is a hard call to get that right because, you're right, you want to you want to look appropriate. You don't want to think, oh, well, it's 4 o'clock in the afternoon, so I'll rock up in jeans. <laughs> exactly. But,
0: again, it's a personal thing. If you want to dress up and wear a gorgeous frock or gown that's sitting in your wardrobe that you want to get out, go for it. Like that's like, oh, if you have an opportunity to dress up, do it. <laughs> um, if you're comfortable in standing out, because I find a lot of women say to me, oh, I don't want to stand out of the crowd. Well, I don't mind doing that. However, again, the older you get, you get a little bit more comfortable. So I'm just going to see how cold it's going to be and, and how comfortable, but I've got, yeah, plenty of clothes that I can choose from. I'm not going to buy anything new. Let, <laughs> let me say that. <laughs>
1: Well, that's an important point because a lot of people do feel that if there's a special function, and I'm thinking particularly about weddings here, that you have to rush out and buy something new. Someone said to me, it's a rule. If you're invited to a wedding, you've got to buy a new outfit.
0: I used to have that. I had that mindset, new, a wedding, I had a new occasion. What I decided to do, I would have three or four wedding dresses that I would have in my cupboard, and I would just rotate them depending on the season, the time of year, the climate and I just wore my wedding dresses throughout the year for a period of time until they weren't appropriate anymore due to length or style Mm. or I'd put on a few kilos as well so
1: yeah because it is important with a wedding to get the appropriateness right I laugh here but I know of people who have worn white to a wedding yes I kid you not white and like big hats with netting and all this sort of stuff it's the bride's day even if the bride is not wearing white, you do not wear it white to a wedding because I don't think it's respectful.
0: I know. I feel like you'll never be able to stand up the bride, but I think it's very poor taste. I think wear a colour. My gosh, wear a colour.
1: Just wear colour. <laughs> it's a wedding. Celebrate. That's a good point. Finally, do you have some Frugalista tips? I sure do. You do? I do always, yes.
0: The thing is about getting dressed and taking this dress out of getting dressed and wearing what you love is one of the things about saving money is when you are shopping girls, make sure you absolutely love what you're wearing and vice versa. Out of 10, rated out of 10, anything 7, 8, 9, 10 out of 10, you can buy anything below a seven is what we call a that'll do. Now, a that'll do is something that you'll put in your wardrobe, it will sit there and you just, you're not inspired to wear it. Buy clothes that are must have, something that you must have and you feel great in it and you want it to tick all the boxes, is it a great color on your complexion? Is it a great silhouette for your body shape? And lastly, is it you? Does the garment really reflect and resonate with your personality? Because our clothes speak. So what are our clothes saying about us? So when you um, wear clothes that really resonate with you, then you're going to feel really comfortable about that. Just be really super strict about your purchases because we tend to spend a lot of money on the wrong things, like twenty, we wear 20% of our clothes 80% of the time, mm. so there's a lot of clothes that we don't wear. So when you tick all those boxes, if you're in doubt, then don't buy it because it's not going to magically transform in the bag on the way home and be amazing. If it's bad in the change room, it's not going to be great at home. So leave it there, think about it, because I can tell you girls, clothes will call you back in your sleep. Buy me, buy me. So... <laughs> um, So maybe, you know, give it a a second thought. Think on it. Don't be in a rush. Don't be in a rush when it comes to buying clothes because you will just
1: buy whatever. That's good advice because especially when sales are on, and I know it's been a bit unusual in the last few months, I'm sure it will go back to normal. Exactly. some level of normality. And can I just say,
0: if something is on sale, I ask myself, would I buy it at full price? If I wouldn't buy it at full price, why would I buy it at half price?
1: That's a really good point because in the back of your mind, you're often thinking, I only bought this because it's on sale. And no, that's, that's wrong. Buy it because you love it. Buy it because you love it. hmm Wonderful. I've been talking with Janie Allen from Style Edge by Janie. And where can people reach you, Janie? Well, I'm on Facebook,
0: Style Edge by Janie. My website is styleedge.com.au. And, yeah, I'm on Instagram, Starledged by Jenny You'll find me everywhere.
1: <laughs> Fabulous. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Please like and subscribe so that you can follow this and future episodes of The Joyful Frugalista. And please join The Joyful Frugalista Facebook group to participate in conversations about frugal fashion and other topics. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Chiller, Nana. You were here about You've been listening to The Joyful Frugalista with Serena Bird. She actually likes everybody. As and of course, sound started started
0: has been by Neil Hadley. And myself, I'm Joseph McGrail-Baitup. You gotta accentuate the positive eliminate the negative, latch on to the affirmative Don't mess with Mr. In-Between